whole life I've been running after one thing To find that part within that I'll measure up to something I've got a lot of dreams, but I was told I wasn't practical I couldn't measure up because of all my flaws But I know the wrong is the only stepping stones Life's the art of embracing these things Alan Cress, welcome to the Art Of Podcast Man, you've had such an impact in my life, just overall health, internally, externally, and you're the smartest dude that I know in how to really manipulate the body, but even more so in a in a healthy way. Because there's ways to obviously do it in a way where you just look good, but you make people look good and feel good. And I've never seen a combination like that before. So we're going to dive into that today, but just thank you so much for coming on this podcast, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I support you and everything you do. We, uh, you know, we've had the pleasure of meeting in person, um, which sometimes is easy in my job just because of the location and stuff. Um, but you know, I click with you very, very easily because we both have positive mindsets and in that growth mindset and helping other people. Obviously, is a big totally. part of both of our uh, careers. So you know, I'm, I'm happy to be on here. Absolutely, man. And we're both hoops guys. So that helps as well. Now I just got to meet you yes. out on your coast and hoop it up with you. <laughs> hey, but before we get into this, start us off with a bang. Everybody knows you as just this fitness guru, bodybuilder, super, super smart mind. But what is something different about you that maybe people don't know about you? Outside of the fitness realm? Yeah, anything. I mean, I know you have a wow. cat. I know you have a, a super cool cute cat in a movie theater, like a, a great popcorn machine. See, I, I follow your social media. I know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's, yeah, that's how I get away from the job or the fitness. Yeah. Obviously I, we, we love our jobs. We have passions for what we do, but you still got to be able to step away from that. Cause if you just are a thousand percent into it all the yeah. time, you will burn out at some point. And I've been close to that a few times in my career and that's not a place you ever want to get to. So you have to have, other hobbies, other things you just enjoy doing away from that. And I have this discussion with, with clients all the time, whether they're an athlete, whether they're a CEO, whether they're a competitor, um, you ask them what their hobby is and what they enjoy doing. Even coaches, coaches are a huge, a big problem with this. And then they'll say something, well, I like to read a book. What kind of books you like to read? And they'll say something fitness related. I was like, <laughs> no, no, that, you're, you're not getting it. Like completely away from what you are doing now in your career and it's very hard for people to disconnect i mean i understand for sure but it's so important to be able to disconnect from that you know you're so involved in on a day-to-day -day basis that over time you will burn out if you don't step away um, it's great to have passion for something but you got to enjoy other things in your life so that passion stays your passion and you stay good at it because you can become like a yes man to where you're saying yes to all kinds of things within that career path that can burn you out because uh, you're not taking time to yourself to step, step away, whether it's to be with family, friends or whatever. Um, so you got to be able to do that to be a better version of yourself uh, to help people and doing whatever you do, obviously, as your own career. Um, so like for me, it's doing the things like that's why I built a movie room in my house because I love movie. It's, I can, I can disconnect so easily just to go in there hang out with my wife and my cats and just, you know, forget about everything else that I do for a couple of hours or if I'm off or maybe four hours, it depends on what I'm watching, but it's easy for me to disconnect that way. 
and then like myself and my wife love to travel. So even if it's for like one or two days, like just to get away um, for somewhere and just allows us to disconnect, you know, no uh, work, laptop work mm-hmm. or anything, reboot, refresh, reset. So you're going to be better when you go back to your job. Alan, I love that answer. I think we, I, I want to dive into that and then we'll spin it back to how you got into this. But the recharge, like I don't think God messes mm-hmm. up. He didn't create the world in seven days. It's six days, one day to recharge and rest. And I, I, I remember back when Carl Malone and John Stockton were my favorite players, the pick and roll. You probably remember that time. Carl Malone would say every offseason he'd go out in the right. woods, he'd chop wood, he'd be like a lumberjack and get away from basketball. And I was like, why would he do that? But you come back so much more refreshed and recharged. And in a world of you got to constantly do, you got to rise and grind, you got to outwork. It's the hardest thing for people to do. You probably see that, right? In just high performance, people just completely burning out where they miss the whole purpose of, hey, the only way to actually get to where you want to get to is you have to take a break. You have to recharge. You yeah, see, you see anything, right? Yeah. I mean, if you want to improve your physique, if you want to improve your health or anything like that, you have to have back off periods and, and reset periods. If not, it's, it's very short lived. Do you think that is the main thing that people struggle with? Oh, a hundred percent. Like, well, it's today's society, right? Cause you, like you said, it's go, go, go. It's nonstop. People say yes to too many things. Uh, they get overwhelmed because they just want to do more. Um, and that's not a negative thing by any means, but at the same time, you can only sustain that for so long. And then you start getting all the negative consequences. The problem with that is people aren't seeing the actual negative consequences until it's almost, it's not too late, but they're, they dug themselves into a pretty deep hole to get out of, whether it's from a mindset perspective or a health perspective, and typically them two go together. Um, and then it's like, you know, obviously that's part of what we do. Um, is to help them learn strategies, um, re-teach them how to do things properly to manage that stuff. Because, you know, we're not telling you to stop your job or quit or, you know, not do what you love or whatever. But you've got to be able to manage things a lot better and strategize what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, month-to-month basis, whatever, and be able to create that sustainability long-term and keep your health on point. Because you can do everything in the world that you want to do for everybody else and improve their lives. But if you can't take care of your own self, then what's that worth? Because then all of a sudden you're not going to be able to do anything at that point in time. Mm. So you have to, you have to put yourself first at times. And like, you know, mothers are the worst at this Mm. because they want to, they're the caregivers. They want to do everything for everybody, take care of the house, the kids, you know, pay the bills, whatever they need to do, saying yes to the family and friends. And they never, ever back down And, and, you know, People do that too much, too often, and then we see the brunt of it, and it's hard. It's for everybody. It's for the NBA players, for the CEOs, for the actors, the TV talk shows, you know, everybody in between. It, it's everybody. We've seen it. I've seen. I, there has yeah. probably hasn't been any demographic I haven't worked with or coached at this point in my career. I, like, I've pretty much touched on everybody at this point, so I've seen it all. I've seen all the behind the scenes yep. of the good and the bad. So I know what to expect nowadays on what I get when I see a client and they come to me with these issues. You know that feeling when you are just recharged, you don't have any sickness, no ailments, you have full 
optimal energy. You are functioning at your highest level. You want to recreate that? Yeah, sure, you do. I do. We all do. And then you can times it by 10. What I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. So hold on here. This this is real. Hyperbaric chamber. If you don't know what it is, look it up right now. Look up Eleve Health. E-L-E-V-E health.com. It's an oxygen miracle. What it is, HBOT, the hyperbaric chamber. It's a simple and non-invasive therapy where you go into this. It places a body in a pressurized environment that allows extra oxygen to dissolve in the blood plasma and travel freely throughout your circulatory system, getting more red blood cells flowing naturally to the body's function. It's going to help you kill off any harmful bacteria. It's going to help you detox, increase your oxygen concentration, resist and fight infection, heal wounds faster, improve oxygen supply, reduce swelling, stop infection, lower inflammation, all while you're relaxing in the chamber. I, I, I kid you not, this is what the pros, the top Olympic athletes, what everybody uses for the highest optimization recovery. This is called Hyperbaric Chamber, HBOT, from Eleve Health, E-L-E-V-E health.com. Message me separately, too, if you want to get a specific deal on this. Check it out as you're a sports team, if you're an individual, if you're just somebody who loves optimization, it will be an absolute life changer for you. Yeah, and speaking from my own experience working with you, like I was someone who would run sprints. I do CrossFit. I just kill myself and also be in a caloric deficit. And like little did I know, I was just I literally slowly killing myself. And I thought I was doing doing more would be better. And just the freedom that you were able to give me. And I just want to speak on my own personal experience because it's powerful when it's personal. And I remember we're going to the Grand Canyon, me and my wife for a birthday. And I thought I had to stop and get a workout in instead of taking three days off and recharging. I was like, and it was just, it was just messing with my mind if I missed a workout. But now I haven't ran a sprint, did a CrossFit, like I'm eating more and I'm in better shape on the outside and the inside. It's just, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You got to be able to enjoy life, right? and not be over consumed with all this stuff and understand that like, if you don't work out for two days or even a week, you're not going to regress. You're not going to lose all the progress that you've made and what you work towards is actually beneficial from a mindset perspective and from a, a health perspective. And then that will actually keep you on the path that you're on to improve yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's take it back to the start. When the moment you realized this was your true calling, to talk us through the point where you were competing, but also when you realize, you know what, like I, I want to help people realize their full optimized potential internally, externally. When was that? When was so that? There's, moment? there's almost two. There's almost uh, two pivot points there, right? Because there is one to where I kind of knew where I could make a difference in someone, right? you know, especially in the beginning, because in the beginning of my career, it was like definitely a lot about performance and the, and the physical and just the external outcome type deals um, and some somewhat mind shift. But then kind of later in my career is when I could also also realize I can make a difference just in, in someone's life in and of itself. Um, 
just improve that. It had nothing to do necessarily with cosmetics or what they look like. So it's like, I, I, and now I've kind of merged it all together. Uh, but like in the, the first part of my career, you know, I just trained a lot of athletes, competitors, things like that. Um, and I had the blessing of working with Nazi Muhammad. Um, and he also, he was in the NBA for 23 years, 24 years, something like that. Um, and we had worked together for three years at this time. Um, every off season, he would come straight in as soon as the last game was over, we'd go to work and then I'd work th throughout the season as well, just obviously a lot less often. And, you know, he, he was on the Spurs at the time and he finally got to, they finally got to the NBA finals. Um, you know, and I watched all the finals games. I flew out to walk, fly out to watch him. He, you know, brought me down to San Antonio. It was like game seven between them and the Pistons. Um, and then he won, right? So this is, you know, years of working together. And obviously I'm not like by any means the, the main reason they, they won the championship or he had the skills he had. I was a small, small piece of that. But being a small piece of that, knowing that I made a positive impact on him, right? In some way, shape, or form, physical, health-wise, and all that kind of stuff, allowed him to keep doing what he loved. And that led to him being able to, obviously, his ultimate dream to win an NBA title, you know, and me being there in person too, being able to experience that with him, be on the court, go to the locker room with him, go out to eat with the team afterwards. And then like you, you know, you kind of sit back and they're celebrating and stuff and I'm on the floor and just like watching it all unfold. And I'm a kind of a younger trainer at this point in time. And then it's like things clicked, like, okay, I actually have the ability to help create an impact on somebody and make a difference. You know, and we continue to work together long-term after that. And even after his, he had retired, he reached back out to me about three years after he retired. And, and then wanted me to help him with the, the second phase of his life. And that's just living life and being healthy. So it's like, it's still stuck with him. Like I created enough of an impact on him that he trusted me enough. Like, okay, he did great with me as an athlete and, and helped me do what I needed to do, stay healthy on the court. strong, keep my strength up, my endurance, all that kind of stuff. But then he also trusted me enough. Like, okay, now I'm moving on to my next phase in life. And I want to come back to him to help me navigate this and improve my life and you know look at sustainability long-term health all that kind of thing so he trusted me enough of a, what we did in the beginning to do that so that was like the first kind of aha moment of okay this is something i can really do and then the next one was and it wasn't one person in specific in particular i had it was more so getting messages yeah like um oh my god you changed my life like I was so miserable before I, you know, had no energy or I was bloated all the time or whatever. We had a, a seminar and, you know, girls just standing up and like, you really changed my life. And we're just like crying and all this kind of stuff. It had nothing to do with the cosmetic. It's just their health improved. Like they had autoimmune disease or thyroid problems or whatever it may be. And all these doctors and everybody were, were doing all this medical stuff and just throwing the lifestyle strategy, the nutritional strategies, the, the healing strategies, outside of medicine that could really change somebody's life. And, and no offense to doctors, they're just taught to treat symptoms. Totally. So they prescribe medication, right? They're not taught anything else. And again, that's, that's not their fault, but there's better ways. 
so being able to merge to do the two together, like the fitness part of the industry with the actual health part, because it's not together anymore. It's, it's called health and fitness, right? But everybody's hyper-focused on the fitness and looking a certain way and, and being in shape cosmetically. But the health part is falling far behind because people are doing the fitness and they're wrecking their internal health doing so because of the way they're doing and the way things are marketed now yep. and the people that want the quick fixes and coaches aren't saying the right things or coaches just don't have the knowledge base to actually treat the conditions people have or just do things properly. It's like eat less, do more, continue to do that until you just look the way you want to look. That's great. You get these phenomenal before and after pictures. It's like the biggest loser. But then what <laughs> happens after all that? Totally. Let's look at the, I mean, like the biggest losers, they all get back. They're worse than them when they came to the show. And that's a lot of people in the industry in and of itself. They help all these people and you see these before and after, but you don't see what happens two, three, four months after that, after picture. Anybody can starve anybody into shape. That's yes. not hard. Yep. Yeah. Even I can starve themselves and they'll lose weight to a degree, but it's okay. Well, what happens after that? Because then you're hitting metabolic resistance. You're hitting weight loss resistance. You've destroyed your hormones, your thyroid state all these issues start occurring because people aren't monitoring these things or they just don't understand it. Oh yeah. So I had those two big shifts in my career, of, you know, nausea being the beginning with the Hyatt athlete and then the rest being, you know, the demographic, which obviously my demographic now is everybody in between uh, that are coming to me with these issues that we're trying to help. Oh man. And just anybody listening out there, this guy's the best in the business at it. Like you and your wife do such a phenomenal detailed job in going personally to what everybody needs. And there really hasn't been a question that I've asked you that you haven't had the answer to. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. Like this is not to like, yeah, I know you're humble about it, but you're really that good. So if anybody needs this type of help, we'll, we'll link in the show notes how they can reach out to you. But I want to talk about the word you, you touched on, metabolic health. I think it's one of the most interesting mm-hmm. words and things to be able to understand in overall health and wellness. And you have a metabolic university that, that you've just launched. And can you talk more about the importance of metabolic health and busting some myths of it? Because you can, you can increase your metabolism. That's exactly what we have been doing. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself this question, do you want increased energy, more endurance and recovery, metabolic health off the charts, mental clarity throughout the day, weight management and longevity? Yeah, I think you answered yes to every one of those if you're listening to this. And this is one of those things, if you know, you know, and that's ketones. Ketone IQ from HVMN. Check it out, hvmn.com. Ketones literally are this fuel for the body which takes you to another level. I mean, it's it's boosting clean energy. It's not that you don't get the crashes. Your ketone levels are up for six hours. It's effective, safe, FDA approved. I mean, it's not, it's nothing that is going to hurt the body, but it's everything that's going to improve the body for killer workouts, for long runs. If you've got a big meeting coming up, I take sips of this before big talks, before I want to get in the zone to write books, before every workout, it is incredible. And HVMN is offering you as a listener 10% off with the code David at checkout, hvmn.com. Try this. I, I, I mean, this is mind-blowing on the amount of energy you will have 
and just how good you will feel in a natural, healthy way. So check it out, hvmn.com. This is Ketone IQ, code David for 10% off and go crush your workout and life. Yeah, so I mean, when you talk about metabolic health, you're, you're talking about all the inner workings of the internal systems, right? So people will say the word metabolism and they, they hear that, but they don't really know what that means. Yep. Um, so it's all systems working together in harmony, right? Um, it's like a symphony your body's playing. So you have what we want, we want, we call hormonal alignment, right? So you have things or systems that work off one another. So you have your adrenals, your pituitary gland, you have your, for females like ovaries, um, guys, obviously their testes, uh, all the sex hormones, testosterone, progesterone, estradiol. Uh, but you have all these things they need to be in ratios they need to be in balance right and when we stress our body aka going to a diet create a caloric deficit exercise more that's a stress that we place upon our system and there's nothing wrong with that our body needs stress it needs high stress at times but the problem is people are putting their bodies through that chronically they're always dieting they're always doing more and that will work for an acute period of time before you get in a negative adaptation. And the body adapts, it adapts to whatever you wanna to do to it. So over time, as you feed it less and you do more, the metabolism will slow down because the body is built to survive. So it's gonna slow down all the other processes in there to do so. So metabolism slows down, thyroid output downregulates and gets lower. Your hormones, like you're a guy, your testosterone will lower to a degree. If you're a female, your estrogen progesterone ratios will start getting out of balance because progesterone will start being depleted because you're stressing your body so much. Because when we stress, cortisol levels go up, right? And that's going to affect how hormones are interacted with because cortisol is too high for too long. You can only sustain that for a certain period. And then people on top of that are typically drinking tons of caffeine, energy drinks, coffee, or whatever because their energy is tanking. So they want that kind of hit from the caffeine. And then it's creating an artificial response. Your body can't sustain that. So it will actually start decreasing its natural cortisol production over time. And then now you can't live without your caffeine or your, your coffee or energy drinks. And just to get through the day at some point, you have no energy production because you're eating such little amounts of food and your output's so high because you're doing seven days a week of cardio, you're training in the weight room five, six days a week to try to get that physical appearance, and you keep hitting these walls and wondering why. And people are just teaching calories in, calories out. Well, now you're down to 900 calories. Yeah, yeah you probably could go down to 600 calories and drop a little bit more, but are you going to be able to live off 600 calories like the rest of your life? Because that's what you're doing, because as you've done this, your metabolic rate, like your BMR, basal metabolic rate, or we, let's simplify it even more, like your maintenance calorie intake. Say it was 2,000 when you started. You lowered it. Okay, now we're at 1,500. Your body adapted. Now that 1,500 is your new maintenance intake. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, well, I got to go deeper to take more off. So now I'm going down to 1,000. You do that for a little while, your body will adapt. And now 1,000 calories is your maintenance intake. So guess what happens when you try to go back up to what you thought was your maintenance before, which was 2000. You try to go from that to this, and then all of a sudden you gain all this fat back. And it's because you kept suppressing, suppressing, suppressing. And now you've 
created a new set point for your basal metabolic rate and you've destroyed your system. Now, yes, over time when you died, if, even if you do it smart, metabolism will slow to a degree. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, as long as it's done for a short period of time. And as long as you dieted intelligently, putting refeeds in there, taking diet breaks. But even for most people, I don't want them dieting longer than 16 weeks without a complete break. Because most people are spending more time in a deficit in a year than they are actually in maintenance or surplus. And that's what's causing the problems. I'm getting actors and actresses and talk show hosts. Uh, even Shaq, when Shaq came to me, he was eating two meals a day. Because like the biggest question I get with him is like, because he's so big, I bet he eats a ton. Like, how much does he eat? He was eating two meals a day. I mean, the guy's crazy, obviously insanely busy. Like, he's just go, 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 like we just talked about all the time. And even though he has a chef at home, like, it's just – that just was his norm to eat two meals a day. It was really hard for him to eat four meals a day when we first started working together and we built and built and built, you know, now obviously he's in a great place at this point in time, but you know, like to talk show hosts because they're go, go, go all the time. And they got to be on all the time, five days a week, six days a week on a talk show. They never turn off. And then you got actors and actresses, they're playing a role and they got to be emotional all the time that carries over because your body doesn't know the difference. You're, you're being emotional. You're being sad. You know, you're crying, you're feeling empathy, whatever it may be, your body internally is going to react that way. So guess what? Stress response is going to kick up regardless. Then you go to your own regular life and you're dealing with all kinds of stress. Who knows what it may be, whether it's, you know, financial or, you know, your spouse or kids or whatever these stressors keep building and building and building and people aren't realizing this. So all these people were getting, they're just so stressed out, not eating and then trying to look a certain way because they are on TV constantly. It's shooting themselves in the foot because now they've destroyed their health and then they come to us. And then of course the goal is I want to lose weight or I want to lose fat. And then we have to put the foot down and be like, look, here's the reality. This is why we test though. So we show them data. Like this is where your health really is. Like it's, it's blood work, it's labs, it's not lying. This is what it is. So they visually see it, not just me saying mm. you need to, mm. you know, eat more, rest more, all this kind of stuff. So we can fix them. You've got to give them some kind of data to look at, to yep. kind of start switching their mindset and then getting them to understand what truly is going on. And another thing that I'm commonly seeing too, with all these higher like athletes, talk show hosts, actors, whatever it is, they're all on fad diets. They've done keto, they've done fasting, they've done paleo, they've done carnivore, and they're jumping from one to the nut. And you, you see it all the time in the, in the papers, and this actress is promoting this, and this one's promoting, okay, if, it was, if all these diets were so great, why are you bouncing around to all these different ones, and you didn't just stick with one of those? Because it doesn't work. It'll work for a short period of time, yes. Yes. and then it runs its course. I don't personally like any diet that has a name. For the most part. Good point. Like, because there's going to be exclusion. We don't want exclusion when it comes to nutrients, especially micronutrients or any any fuel source. Like we want inclusion. There are times mm-hmm. where keto has its place for a short duration, 100 percent but it's contextual. And that's what people are missing. They're thinking it's the next next best fat loss method. And it's not at all. And that's what's being just 
told all the time to these people that are unknowing because they're going to these quote unquote celebrity trainers, whatever they're calling themselves. And, you know, I don't, I would never call anybody out directly, but I see it all the time because we're seeing the backlash from all the stuff they've been put through. So I don't care to get out there and call people out. I won't do it. I'll see, you know, say somebody's name because that's not professional, but they're doing it. And it's the ones that are popular. And, you know, and it is what it is. And they can say it that I'm wrong or whatever. And I'm happy to debate them one-on-one on a live podcast or whatever. And you want to get on a podcast and just professionally discuss this topic. I'll be happy to, because I can know what's going to happen when we start talking about physiology and what really happens internally with the systems. They don't know. Cause I've had these conversations behind the scenes and you know, I'm here to help. This is why we created the university. So they can learn, like we're giving you opportunities to improve your craft because there's too many trainers and coaches out there that don't have the knowledge base. So guess what? We're going to give you our decades of knowledge and things that we've done and the research we've done and everything we've put into our careers and give back like here, I'm not holding any secrets. Like (laughs) we put it all out there. Like here it is for you to learn. It's up to you to do it, but that's what we want for the industry. We need to improve people's lives and not just look for this quick buck. And so you can post this great picture on Instagram Exactly. And get more clients that you're just going to hurt mm. long term, anyways. Oh, preach, brother! To a that is gold right there. That last <laughs> 15, 20 minutes. Anybody, I would put you up against anybody head to head to have a conversation and prove them wrong. What you do phenomenally is you change people's mindset. We have an unhealthy relationship with food, with image. You change people's mindset to make them feel better, make them look better, but also make them mentally not be killing themselves. And that's just mm-hmm. something I've never seen before, man. And you are the best in the business at it. And I want to be cognizant of your time as I know you have a full day of videos for Metabolic University. Can you tell everybody where we can follow you, where we can learn more about this and where we can potentially work with you? Yeah. So for the university, it's just metabolicmentor.com. So we have different levels. You do not have to have any experience. We built it in a way where If you're just a beginner coming into the industry, we built it to where you have a learning pathway uh, that'll suit you properly. Um, We have people uh, who are advanced coming in, nurse practitioners, we have doctors, we have all levels coming in. So we've built multiple learning pathways and it'll be just based on where your current knowledge base is, what your career path is that you want, and we can direct you. So they get on the website, put in their information, and then we'll schedule a call with them And one of our team members will walk them through all the options so they understand where they can start. There's multiple different pricing options. We even have financing availability for them if they need to spread their payments out um, and things like that. So because it is a university, it's like, I mean, each, each level, it's going to take you three months roughly to get through. There's quizzes, there's tests, there's case studies, but you'll have access to, labs you'll have access to our medical team you'll have access to dutch portals so mm. we're we're putting everything Dang. that you need to be a successful health coach performance coach whatever and to awesome. obviously impact everybody in a positive manner and not destroy any lives so the university is for you know if you want to if you just want to learn it's fine too um and then for us personally so you know for like a coaching perspective to work with us I don't know, we, and I have a team obviously underneath me 
um, it's just maximumperformancehealth.com. And the way we do that too is like you'll fill out the submission form. We'll schedule a Zoom call with you before we even uh, take anybody on because we want to understand where you're at, where your case is, get to know you, see what coach you'll fit with best, um, and then go from there. Um, so we you know we have different things you know that we're trying to do in this industry and help everybody, whether it's someone trying to be a coach or someone just need to be healthier or whatever it may be. Um, so we're just trying to, you know, do as much as we can on our end to help everybody. Man, and you do. And if you want to change your life, literally, this is the guy to go to. I do not say that lightly. I say that with all trust and, and confidence that you do that, man. So last question, dropping the mic on this, get you out of here. If you could give one or two like next steps for someone who feels stuck, someone who might be overweight, someone who cannot get off the couch, one or two, just, hey, here's what you do on a daily basis. This will get you on the right path. What would those first two oh, steps be? So the first step is just move more. Yes. And I'm not talking going to the gym, doing hit training or weight. Like literally, the biggest thing that people underrate is, is neat, which is non-exercise activity, basically. Nice. Right? So walking. Get out and move. Like people, you know, hear people talk about step counts and stuff. If you move on a daily basis, and we have a lot of clients, well, honestly, we just start with walking. Go out, walk 45 minutes a day. Don't have to be running, don't have to be running. Just move 45 minutes a day because that is good for so many systems in your body. Getting out in the sun, getting vitamin D, helping with circadian rhythm. There's so many health benefits to just moving in and of itself because we have so many people obviously now that are just sitting at a desk and, you know, in front of a computer so much during the day and then they go home and they're sitting again watching tv they're just not getting up and moving so the easiest thing that anybody can do to start is just move more so just designate 35 45 minutes up to an hour go out and walk and move the next thing after that is eat whole nutrient dense foods stop eating stuff out of a box or I shouldn't say stop because I don't want to put that restriction mindset on people. I should say eat a majority. Hmm. What you eat should not be coming out of a box. 80, 90% of it should be coming from whole natural food. Eat your fruits, eat your meats, eat vegetables, you know, potatoes, things like that, that come up out of the ground or something that you kill. Like that's like the easiest thing in the world. So if, it's, if you're at like a supermarket, the easiest thing to do is stay on the outskirts of the supermarket. Yeah. That's where all yeah. the good stuff is. You got your produce, you got your eggs, you got everything that's on the outskirts of that. If you that's if you just point. did that for a month and ate those types of foods, you're starting on the right path. That's without measuring things, that's without tracking things. That's just eating a few meals a day, balanced of what you enjoy that are whole natural, feed your body, move more. Hmm. That's the first step. It's not overcomplicating it like a lot of people want to do in the beginning. Because again, you don't want to burn out. Take these steps, take the small steps, work, build, because this needs to be a lifestyle. Yes. This yes. isn't something that lifestyle. you're doing a 12 week transformation in. Mm. You have to teach lifestyle habits. And that's not what a lot of people are doing. And we have to do that as a coach with this industry. We got to teach people. Boom. There it is, man. Drop the mic. I love that. What you just answered there is not the sexiest thing people want to hear, but it is what works. Yeah. 
and its consistency over time. Yep. Alan Crest, thank you so much, man. That is just the tip of the iceberg, what this guy knows and what he can offer you. Check him out. Check out everything he's doing. I promise you, you'll be thankful you did. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Super appreciate you. Thank you for having me on, David. I really, really appreciate it.